Oh, yes. We are back on another edition of Overreaction Monday, the podcast version, along with Chris Brockman. What's I up, am Rich? Rich Eisen. It is week seven on Overreaction Monday, and today's episode, like all the others, is brought to you by our friends at Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Last-minute killer deals. Check it all out. And you can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code of overreaction for $20 off your first purchase. You download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. More information on that promo code later on in this show. Good to see you over hey, there, Chris Brockman. Rich, how are you? Great. How are you, buddy? I'm great. I'm great. Jets won the week. Jets didn't uh, had a buy. Uh, yeah, Michigan's man. brand is banged up a little bit right now. But, yeah, but uh, on, the, I on am, the field looks good. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. As Michigan State was running in the plays, not <laughs> signaling them in, and Michigan still won 49 nothing. Flashbacks so, to my high school days. I, I feel really good about everything going on. Great. So, shall we? Let's do it. Hit it. Woo! That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, what do you have over there? Rich, let's just get started right away. You saw it last night on Sunday Night Football. The Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. I would say that's an overreaction. The Eagles being the best team in the NFL right now is a complete overreaction. Are they one of the best teams in the NFL right now? I can say, yes, that is the case. They may be the best team in the NFL to uh, in the trenches. You can say that. They're the best team in the trenches right now with their brotherly shove on offense and then the, what they're doing defensively. I mean, that was a very unbrotherly-like shove that Jalen Carter delivered to Isaiah Wynn on Sunday night to essentially knock him out of the game. Big man on big man crime. And cause the Dolphins to have some protection problems maybe up front right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but best team in the NFL right now, top to bottom, 100% after what we saw. Uh, this is an overreaction for the Philadelphia Really? Eagles you right didn't now. love? I mean, you didn't I love did the love. way they ran the football? I did. They have, could you say, other than Tyree Kill, the best deep threat in the NFL and A.J. Brown? You even said in the overreaction Dallas Goddard is version, You even said that, you know, that A.J. Brown is the best wide receiver in the NFL. And I said, you can't, that's not an it's overreaction. like it. I said, it's an argument, not an overreaction. Yeah. So it's an argument. This is an overreaction, though, that the Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. Who do you think is the best team in the if NFL? If I had to right choose now? one right now, I'd take the Chiefs. Chiefs, Eagles, Super Bowl rematch. Who wins? Chiefs. Really? Right now. I don't think they have enough on offense to keep um, up with the Eagles. I think they have enough on defense to make sure. I don't think the Eagles have enough on off uh, enough on, on offense right now. Hmm. So it's a totally different set of uh, of of dynamics if they face one another. And then there's the 49ers out there too. So and the, the Ravens are raving their hands, raising their hands and saying, "What's up?" So for the moment, I'll say this is an overreaction to kick things off on this week seven pod. All right, great. Maybe you'll agree with me here then. By starting Brian Hoyer and then getting blown out at Chicago, embarrassing. Josh McDaniels, boom, hot seat. You're on it. Oh, I think he is officially on the hot seat. I would agree with that assessment. Certainly, if at this point in time the Raiders are are hearing more from Devontae Adams behind the scenes, um, you know, yeah. and he got his eleven targets. But. He did, but it, it's just he's got to be out there saying, "I came here to play with Derek Carr," and right now it is, I've I've caught passes from three quarterbacks through six games. Like that's not what he signed up for. Absolutely, he not. didn't sign up for having all these targets and then being basically empty calories. He didn't sign up for that. 
Max Crosby, we had Chris Long on Monday's show in his usual spot from the Green Light Pod. And he's like, you know, I've been there before with Max Crosby, where you're, you're looking around saying, what more can I do? And there's not much more that I can do being a primary pass rusher on, on a, a team that's struggling to win. And then they got the Lions coming up next. The Lions got blown out. I'm sure you got something special for me on that front in this podcast. They've got the Lions coming up next, and they would love to bury the tape and turn the page and make a uh, mincemeat out of the Raiders here. So, yeah, man. Um, what do you I, make of this Raiders season? It's uh, it's kind of been well, it's all not, over the place. It's not lost yet. That's for sure. Not lost. No. I mean, they're three and four, and then, you know, um, that's on the periphery. They're still in the the hunt for a seven. They're in the, they're, they're sniffing, sniffing it, it, sniffing it yeah, as we're going to yeah. start to call the in the hunt category <laughs> on our, uh, on our, our, uh, our standings uh, pages on the rich Eisen show, as we call it that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know why they started Hoyer that I don't understand. Like all those snaps that Hoyer took, right? It, That's it, what it's I'm just saying. Like, this is the game that you put Aiden O'Connell out there. And if you come up with a loss, at least he gets the reps. He gets the, you know, he gets the, the, the juice is flowing. He gets the sweat equity. I mean, he's I, I proved don't... he can play. Aiden O'Connell, great preseason, did get a start early in the year. Kind of struggled, but it was his first career start. What do you expect? I mean, for Hoyer to basically throw a pick six and lose to Tyson Bajant, the Bears use their Division two rookie and get the win, and he uses his longtime veteran by sitting his rookie uh, and getting the loss. That is definitely a button push that everyone then turns up the heat on the hot seat. I, I, honestly... To me, this feels like uh, it's an overreact. It's not an overreaction uh, to Mark Davis. He's the only the you know uh, opinion that counts. Right. Perhaps he's just like, no, I, I I signed McDaniel's to do all this Patriot stuff West, and uh, I'll, I'll trust the process. Right now, it's not working out. Man, it hasn't worked out last year or the start of this year. Okay, four the four one and five teams all won yesterday. One of these teams being the New York Giants. They probably should have beat Buffalo, too. They should just start Tyrod Tyra Taylor, Taylor the rest of the year. Yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. Gives them a better chance okay. to win games. Okay. Tyrod Taylor He's out there slinging it around, veteran leadership, yeah. not afraid, doesn't look scared in the big moment. Uh, I, I cannot. If you were say the Giants look better with Tyrod Taylor as the starting quarterback, I would say that's not an overreaction. I combined them. I know (laughs) the Giants should start to Rod Taylor for the rest of the season over the guy they're paying $40 million to play football. Nah. Daniel Jones played a half of football in Arizona that stands out from amongst the rest of the draft. And that's worth $40 million? I'm not saying it's worth $40 million. I'm saying he played a half of football this year in Arizona that stands out from the rest of the draft. Okay. Uh, and for those track. who don't, for those who don't know uh, Yiddish, <laughs> go and look that up. A lot of track. Uh, yeah, man. So they paying him forty million. You're going to play him, and he does have a skill set that has a higher ceiling than what Terod Taylor is showing. Potentially overreaction. What but, else you got? I mean, come what on. Else you got? What else you got? All what right. else you got? I think they should. I mean, trade I know Saquon. What, like sometimes the... you try to Aaron Rodgers manifest your opinions <laughs> into being reality. Do you think they should not. trade Saquon? No, I don't. Why? I don't think so. Because they need him. He's their best player on offense. This season is going nowhere. So what? You still need him for down the road. He's still a guy that you can start winning games with over the next two, three years. If you do get it right at the quarterback spot, if he, let's just say he's banged up, he's hurt, and he doesn't play as much this year, and you wind up with three or four 
wins and you go and you get the third, fourth, fifth overall pick okay. in this draft, right? And then you bring in Drake May. You bring in somebody at the top of the draft at the quarterback spot who sits behind Dar uh, uh, Davey, uh, Dave, David. Uh, he sits behind. Uh, sits behind Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, right? So then, yeah, having Saquon there would be quite helpful, don't you think? I guess. Oh, I, mean, I tripped I over know. Danny Dimes' name. Those are great Giants Thank uniforms. You. Thank you. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What else you got? We talked about this on the big show. TJ said MVP. I was like, whoa, slow down. But the Defensive Player of the Year award is Miles Garrett's to lose. Mm. Mm. Let me see what else I can think of right here. I mean, what he did yesterday. To lose, to lose, meaning he's in the pole position right now over TJ Watt, over Nick Bosa. Yep. Over Miles, uh, Micah, Micah Parsons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's getting it done. I'll buy it. Two sacks. He blocked a field goal yesterday. By leaping over the long snapper, which normally people don't. Uh, can you cue up this soundbite, please? It's my favorite soundbite of the weekend. Uh, we played it on the uh, on the regular show. So um, that play where he leapt over the long snapper. Dude, that was crazy. Now, now it does appear that those are the hops that follow the crossover dribble that he's been practicing <laughs> yeah, yes. On defense, standing over the but opposing regular have, center. Clips have gone viral of him playing basketball. He is a really good basketball He's it, like 6'6", six, six, like 280. I know. He shouldn't have hops like that. He might play for the Cavs, right? They need him. So this is Miles Garrett. He was asked why he did it and was able to do it without the 15-yard penalty of leverage. But basically, if you're jumping over the long snapper and any part of your body Just, touches his, it's a 15-yard penalty. Oh, That's yeah. why people don't, don't attempt do it. it. Or when they do it, they get a leverage penalty. He was asked why he was able to do it without getting a leverage penalty when most everybody else gets flagged for it. It depends if you're me or not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I'm you, it's not that hard. If you're me, it's, it, you know, it's another, another day at the office. And now somebody <laughs> normally says that, nobody, nobody says that <laughs> and, and, and can get away with it, except he can. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you're right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll agree with you. This is not an overreaction. It's his to lose. His to lose. Okay. The, the only reason why I don't think people would buy it is because a defensive player of the year has to come from a – playoff contending and team with a winning record okay and their quarterback spot right now is too iffy for you to buy into the fact that he's in the pole position it's got nothing to do with his play i say it's got to do with normally what a defensive player of the year winner um has surrounding him in terms of a winning team terms of a winning record and i know they're right. four and two i understand i'm sounding yeah, like yeah, like rich what, what can they do other than win four of their first six um so that's the only reason why I think people aren't buying in, but I'll, I'll buy into that as, as not an overreaction. Okay, last one before halftime. Yes, sir. You're going to love it. The Bills are missing the playoffs. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, the Bills it? are missing the playoffs, baby. Why would baby? I love that? Why would I oh, love that? Because it's hot. It's spicy. You're going to say it's an overreaction. But watch the tape, people. What is going on with the Bills? I'm going to say it's an overreaction. What is going on with the Bills? I don't know. That's the problem. No one can pinpoint it. You can't sit here and say Josh Allen's turning the ball over too much. You can't say Josh Allen is doing too much in the red zone. Thus, they're, they're, they're settling for three. You can't sit here and say the defense has lost too many players because they are giving up too many points. They have lost too many players, but they're not giving up too many points. You know, you, you, you can't sit here and say it's because their special teams are terrible. They do, you know, they're, they're not perfect. It just happens they get a missed kick when everything else is working right. When everything else isn't working right, they have to settle for the good kick. And then sometimes the kick isn't there when they have to settle. Uh, honestly, you, you, I, I don't know. I saw them in person in London, and I thought their first half troubles were because uh, Matt Milano goes out, Daquan Jones goes out. Right. They're also jet-lagged, and, and so the energy goes and dips down. And suddenly, you know, they played well towards the end to try and maybe win that thing. Um, and that loss to the Jaguars may come home to roost if they do win this division eventually, because don't forget, they, they have beaten Miami. So they have an opportunity to still make a run and not have Jacksonville put that tie break on the table to say, you've got to come to us in a divisional round um, or even a wild card round if it is something where they don't win the division. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I have to sit here and say that that the Bills are in trouble, but missing the playoffs entirely, you, you can't say that. I don't know. Throw up their schedule because it's really hard. Buffalo's next game is their home for Tampa on a Thursday night. So that's coming up in just a few short days. And Tampa's uh, offense, after winning three of their first four, has fallen off a cliff. Yep. All right. So, um, and they're the ones who are at home on a short week. They're at Cincinnati on a Sunday night. Now, that's a big one. But Cincinnati, as you know, hasn't been lighting any fires either. Yeah, the last couple games, though. I get it. They seem like they're getting their groove back. Home for Denver on a Monday night. Then they're home for the Jets at Philadelphia by at Kansas City, home for Dallas. That is a four-game stretch. stretch. That's a brutal stretch. But missing the playoffs entirely? Because what? Uh, uh, another team, multiple teams from the AFC North are going to make it? And the Jets leapfrogs them? Because that's the way that they don't make it. They don't win the division. And then a, a host of teams from the AFC North make yep. it. Looks likely. Well, looks like right. they're going to get maybe and then, three. And then maybe the Jets start winning some games to put their tie break on the table against the Bills. I wanted to bring this up on the big show. We didn't have time. I didn't want to ruin your flow. But it's definitely an overreaction. However, Josh Allen, a little overrated? No, I I, I think right now, again, um, I, I love Gabe Davis, right? But, what, but who else outside of Diggs is, is scaring you? Nobody. Duncan Cade finally had kind of a big game. But who else out of those guys scaring you? James Nobody. Cook scaring you? Nobody. You know, Latavius Murray, Not Damian really. Harris is hurt. Nope. You know, maybe they're a team that needs to make a big trade. That's what I was talking about on the show. Yeah. So we have reached halftime, and you can get tickets for Overreaction Monday, halftime through game time. Do you like that one? I love it. Game time. You do not have to worry about buying tickets to your next big event, and the frustrating ticket buying experience, poof, it's gone, because game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. I love this app. Everyone on the Rich Eisen Show uses this app. Del Tufo's gotten tickets to an event in Vegas through this app. 
You got a recent hockey game tickets, I correct? I did. Here in Los recent Angeles. Recent hockey tickets, You baby. sure did with a house full of kids that have different tastes and allegiances to different music events and teams. I'll tell you what, for us in our household, game time is a perfect solution to find tickets to satisfy everyone in our house. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets right now because you can find tickets everywhere you want see the view from your tick from from your seats and also with all-in pricing you can make sure you get to your full cost before you buy your tickets so there's no hidden fees download the game time app create an account and use the code overreaction for twenty dollars off your first purchase again restrictions do apply visit gametime.co for terms again create an account redeem the code O-V-E-R-R-E-A-C-T-I-O-N, two hours in overreaction for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. GameTime also brings you What the Football with Susie Schuster and Amy Trask. Their next show is uh, on Tuesday, every single day. On Tuesday, you can get that. Warren Sapp is the guest there. It's now time for the second half of this edition of Overreaction Monday. What do you have over there, Christopher? Second half, Rich. The other marquee game on Sunday, Lions, Ravens, beatdown. The Lions showed us who they really are no, they on didn't. Sunday. In no, they didn't. no, they didn't. No, they That's didn't. That's who the Lions are right here. there. That is not to are. six. Come on, man. They have been dynamic <laughs> since the middle of last season dynamic and had they won on Sunday against Baltimore it would have given them 11 wins since week 12 last year matching the Jacksonville Jaguars by the way but they lost in Baltimore in absolute embarrassing fashion if you want to use that word disgrace is a favorite sports word 28 nothing before they got a first down uh, sports uh shows it's favorite lexicon it it was they were down 28 nothing they gave up four touchdowns before they got their first first down they got totally blown out. With that coach and the way they had been playing, don't you think so you they would have been a little more amped up and ready to go? I, I would think that they would have given Baltimore a better game, of course. But these things, as we know, happen. You know, the Jets once lost 45-3 to to New England. They buried the tape. They came back and beat them in the playoffs. Just a, a for example from our uh, team's histories. Good one. So, you know, I, I again, I will just chalk this up to it happens. You know, ish happens. And this team, I think, missed David Montgomery. And for me, I would sit here if I was Brad Holmes and the rest of the staff there uh, shopping for the groceries. I would look around for another, you know, running back who's got, as they say, sand in his pants like Montgomery. Because mm-hmm. if Montgomery goes down and you got to face a team with his stout of front seven as they just wilted against in Baltimore, say, in the playoffs, you got Dallas, you got San Francisco, you got Philadelphia. You need to make sure it's yep. not just Montgomery, it's someone else, too. I don't know who that person is. I would start scouring around. That's who I would look to see if I was the Lion, if I were the Lions right now. But I think they get back on their winning ways Monday night against the Las Vegas Raiders. That is a a nice one for them as a get-right opportunity. They're here against the Chargers. Let's see how that happens, you know, because I know the interesting thing about the Chargers is you, you know, can look at them as highly disappointing, but they're always used when you look at everybody else's schedule. That's a tough game because it's Justin Herbert, and it's Keenan Allen, and it's Joey Bosa, and it's Khalil Mack, and it's Derwin James, except they keep losing those guys. Yep. Four out of six. So they should win that one. They're home for Chicago. There's Thanksgiving against Green Bay. They're at New Orleans. They're at Chicago again. Home for Denver. Two games against Minnesota sandwiched around a trip to Dallas. The one thing about the Lions is 
as you saw, you know, they're, they're, they might not be as good on the road outdoors, although they just won in Tampa, and it wasn't that cold of a but, day. But they're kind of built in for Baltimore. indoors. And every game I just said, with the exception of out Chicago, is indoors. Yeah. So I'm not concerned about them. They didn't really show us who they really are in Baltimore. Personally, I think they showed them who you re- they really are in Tampa, and these things happen like they did to them in Baltimore. That's my two cents. Overreaction. What else you got? Uh, other side of that game. Yes, sir. Ravens. Yeah. Look great. It's time to start taking them seriously as legit Super Bowl contenders. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is exactly right. We we said in the uh, in the in the regular show in our three hour show on Monday, Rick Dalton Jeff. That's Ooh. that you point at the screen like that's it. That Ravens offensive output where they ran it, not as well as they threw it, and they threw it to a whole bunch of running backs and other receivers. Got everyone involved. Correct. And Lamar extended plays and threw for touchdowns and then extended some plays with his legs just to take your will every now and then. That's the Lamar Jackson they want to have out there and also staying healthy and let the defense do the rest. They can keep Mahomes off the field. They can chase Mahomes around. They can bracket Kelsey and say, who else is going to beat us? They can do that, and their special teams, as we all know, is very special. That's for sure. That's not an overreaction. Saw a lot of uh, Lamar MVP talk today on the on well, the drive. I, mean, I think it's legit. It's legit. It's just he's not doing things like he did in his MVP season, which is running for seventy-five yards and then throwing bombs for sixty. Like he's not doing that. He's doing everything else in a much more controlled, if you will, um, schemed up manner. And I saw that in London too. And I saw the way he is. He's just he's still himself. You know, we had fun chatting with him when he said that he bought his mom in London a Chanel bag, <laughs> but he was going to return it because it was really expensive. And we kind of basically said, Lamar, right. you know, look at your bottom line. It's funny. You know, you can throw the receipt out. Just give it to your mom. I mean, we didn't say. Plus, if she was your agent, she's kind of crushed it. She's kind of done the job, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, take him seriously. I agree. What else? Here's who we're not taking seriously. Uh-oh. The Chargers. Week eight, Sunday night football. How did this game not get flexed? Bears, Chargers, Brandon Staley coaching for his job on Sunday night football. I don't know if he's coaching for his job. I don't know. You just mentioned uh, previously all the great players they have, all the talented players. We see it with our own eyes. They got tons of players in fantasy, defensive player of the year candidates. How do they lose these games? I don't know. Is Tyson Badgett going to come in to SoFi and give Brandon Staley the pink slip? I'll, I'll tell you what, man. The first game in SoFi, remember, is Bears-Rams. And you remember how loud the Bears fans were? So loud. I think it's going to be another silent snap count night for Justin Herbert. With you. And if you're the – again, I I just don't know if the Spanoses look around and say we're 2-5. and five, And then what? Like Kellen, It's interim head coach Kellen Moore? Well, Kellen Moore. Give Kellen Moore the rest of the season audition for the job. Uh, I can't imagine they do that. I just can't. This guy's if supposed they, to be a defensive coach. Why dude, is Kelsey if, so wide open? Why are you playing if, zone against the Chiefs? If they didn't can him after that playoff game last year, then how do they turn around in the middle of this season through seven games with 10 more to go, ax him for Kellen Moore or whoever Two and five, else. losing at home I on national television to the Bears, who's playing a backup. I don't think he's coaching for his job. I think he's coaching maybe for the locker room. I don't know. 
But again, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have any, you know, firsthand knowledge inside of what's going on in that locker room, or if he's got people sort of looking aside at him. This one game against the Chiefs, the only thing was that that you know kind of made you furrow your brow and go, "What the hell's going on there?" Is the fact how wide open Kelsey was. Just why there wasn't one of those fourth down strange things we have 140 yards in the first half i know you're over your uh your what's more likely is weird plays that are inexplicable for the chargers or you know taylor swift <laughs> taylor cutaways. cutaways and uh, as predicted taylor swift cutaways uh won uh in a blowout um so I, I i'll just say this is an overreaction coaching for his job in week eight i, I don't think that's the okay case. fair what's more likely more likely their coach next year Josh McDaniels, Brandon Staley. Oh. Uh, I don't know their contracts off the top of my head. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go, I'll go Josh McDaniels because I don't think the, the Raiders are, are going to, they, they're all in. They're all in on the Patriots West thing, man. Mm. And in him, you, you trust. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, that, if I had to guess, I, I would go with that. Brady going to be part of Aaron soon, right? We'll see. All right, let's finish up with uh, two uh, AFC East-related teams here. Patriots fans should be more upset at the reported Belichick contract extension than the win on Sunday. And I know I was pretty upset at the win yesterday. (laughs) Uh, are more you, upset at the contract dude, extension. Dude, if you what are we use, doing? If you want to use overreaction Monday real estate, it's a good for topic, your psyche. It's a good topic. I would prefer to let me just pay for your sports psychologist. Yeah, you know might, what I mean. Like, might, and let's just keep to, it. Let's just keep it. We might have to do at that home. Soon. Keep that sports psychology psychosis off our podcast airwaves because right now, this right at the bottom here, that Patriots fans should be more upset at the reported Belichick extension than the win over Buffalo means you. I think you're in the extreme minority. I think really that you're upset that they beat the Bills. No way. Absolutely not. 70,000 at Gillette yesterday. There's no way in the minority. 69% nice. We're, 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 you we're mad at that. Way Come on. Off really? Base. Yes. Do you know any Pats fans who are glad they beat the Bills yesterday? Um, I haven't spoken to the How's Cooper? How's Cooper doing? He's psyched. Why? Does he understand? He's 12. That, uh, and he's got a better outlook than you do. He does. He's a 12 uh, year old and you're a child. He does. He's a man compared to you. I feel like I'm I'm the godfather. I act like a man. Come on, you beat the Bills. You could have been one and six. But the season Belichick is going can still nowhere. be sitting at two ninety nine, and the Bills move on. And then you are crazy training for nothing in front of Rabel wearing a red jacket. Come on, man. You want the Bills to walk out of there staring into the abyss saying what's happening to our Yeah, but I want a moral victory. I wanted us to fight. We played hard. Uh, Mac played well. Didn't turn the ball over. He made some throws. And then Josh Allen come back win. Okay, great. We played well. We we, we carried out a little bit. And then we go 3-14 and and take someone else. Get out of here. Bill is there. And you are lucky to have Bill Belichick as Come part on. of your organization, sir. Now, if you want someone else shopping for the groceries, then you tell Bob Kraft to tell him that. But the fact that he's signed long-term, honestly, let Jared, let Jared Mayo just, you know, Gerard Mayo learn more from the master here before he's ready to hand it off. Because at this point in time, that's a W. Let's how go should, out of Miami and win another one. Fine. The win notwithstanding, how should fans react to, the, to that news of the extension? Well, if you think he's lost it, you should be upset. I don't think he's lost it. <laughs> Come he's, on, he's man. lost it as an, a, a talent evaluator and a picker of the groceries, though. Um, maybe you can make a very good case. There's no overreaction on that. Okay, 
but the fact that you're upset about beating the Bills. No, I said honestly, I said they should be more are, upset you're saying about more, the extension. Meaning that there's a certain level of upsetness, and one makes you more upset than the other, and neither should. Come on. Jet fan telling me not I, to I know, and I'm making on. sense. Come on. All right, last one. Yeah. Sunday Night Football. Yeah. We watched it. We t- <laughs> yeah. The Dolphins are pretenders. Wow, you even threw out your notes. Pretenders, okay? There's, look, You have no use for the notes anymore? You just threw uh, it over the table. No, I, well, I have the nugget that I want to say to okay. you earlier. Okay, they All have right. five wins, right? They're five wins. They had, they had five wins. They, they're, the Uh-oh. teams that they beat had five wins. Yes. And then the three one-in-five teams that they beat, not impressed, all won yesterday, so now yeah. it looks a little bit better that their five wins have eight. What are we doing? The Dolphins, come on. The Dolphins are flat out in the club of who have they really beaten? And I told you before, and I will tell you again, they beat the Chargers in week one when anything can happen, and everyone's like talking Justin Herbert is going to be MVP yeah, of the league. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and they still went under those circumstances they beat them okay you're you know using the week seven prism to denigrate their week one win well based on what i've seen the chargers do in the last six two new england came off of a near miss your first moral victory this season that you wanted in week seven you actually got in week one against philadelphia and then new england has them come into their house it's their second straight road game to start the season and they won both of them it's tough to win two in a row, start the season on the road back-to-back, and they won both games, including a division game that's never easy to do to win in New England. But we've seen what the Broncos are. They're not very good. They're going to have a top-five pick, so you, you put 70 on them. I get you. Carolina is going to have the pretenders. worst record in the league. What they are They've is been punched team. in the mouth twice, right. and they lost both games. But you say the Bills stink, and they lost to the Bills, so that means the more Bills, of a The pretender? Bills stink now. Not when they played the Dolphins okay. early in the year. All right. It's a week-to-week league. I can only judge you on what, you you, what you've done win recently. them all, as the rest of the Dolphins from 72 will tell you. So. Yeah, that's another team I don't need to hear about. I know. So, again, you're using your own personal biases on this podcast. No, I'm just looking no, at the Dolphins I in general. I understand you're not the only one saying this about the Dolphins. I will tell you this. They have problems right now okay. beating teams that hit you in the mouth and make sure Tua hangs onto the ball for an extra beat. That is a problem. They have to figure that out. I do believe defensively they're only going to get better. Xavier Howard wasn't there last night. Jalen Ramsey will be back. He's coming back. It's entirely possible, hopefully for their sake and for the sake of those of us calling the game on NFL <laughs> Network, both will be back in time for the Chiefs-Dolphins yep. game in Germany in week nine. So let's just see. We're matriculating down the schedule they are not pretenders. I guarantee you that is a team that you don't want to see come into your house in January if you're the Jaguars. That is not a team that you want to see come into their house in January if you're, you know, uh, name any other team from uh, the AFC North. Although, you know, they coming into your house in the middle of a freezing winter, that might be an issue. Maybe. I don't know. You don't want to go to South Florida, though. That's for damn straight. And right now, because you think the Bills are, are done for the year. Tell us. The Dolphins are going to have you come into their house. So, they're not pretenders. And that wraps up this edition of Overreaction Monday, except for the predictions. I came so close. I said that the Eagles, the prediction, the the overreaction prediction for this week is that the Eagles are in trouble. I knew, I thought deep down that the Ravens were going to beat the Lions. I should have come out with that. The Lions were in trouble. That would have been good. I would have been able to actually say, see? That would have been good. Look at you overreacting in the manner in which I predicted you would. I said the Raiders were going to go on a run with Aiden O'Connell. He didn't even play. (sighs) 
That's your guy's fault. Jeez. I throw McDaniels on your My plate. guy. Yeah. My so guy. You're, you're okay, here we go. What are we going to overreact to for the week eight show? Here's what we got. Yeah. In the big show, I was like, wait, how are the Steelers four and two? I, know. I, I still can't believe that. They're going to beat the Jags this week. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to say the Steelers are going to win the AFC North. How is that an overreaction, though? If they beat the Jaguars, how is that an overreaction? Because their offense stinks, yeah, and they're not even nearly as good as the Ravens they, or the Browns. They already have a win against the Ravens, though. But they're not as good as the Ravens. You know that. I know that. Okay. They know that. Any given Sunday, though, you throw the records out with them. <sighs> when is that game? They're not as good as the Browns if Deshaun Washington's healthy. Pittsburgh is at Baltimore the final weekend of the year. Week 18, wow. baby. Middle of January. Let's wow. go. Hashtag here we go. If you watch the Steelers play, their offense stinks. Right. Their defense is good. Right. Them say they're gonna, I mean, they could win this game 15-13 on Sunday. Right. Steelers winning the North. I think it's a pretty big overreaction. Okay. Um, and uh, hop my, uh, pop mine up there, uh, Hoskins, to wrap up this uh, edition of Overreaction. Oh, Monday. wow. The overreaction is the Rams season is over. Oh. I, think, I think the Dallas Cowboys good one. Um, knocked the Rams around a little bit. Good one. Uh, it could be entirely possible that uh, Sean McVay isn't even there. You know, his wife is in labor. I think we're not in labor. Re- she's ready due. to do any She's due. You know, McVay, you know, might not be even part of the prep or whatever. It's going to be, one. could be a wild week for the Rams. Where was Cooper cup yesterday? Uh, 29 yards. I mean, the Steelers are a good defensive team, which is why defense. yours is not they're an not good on, They're not good on offense. They're terrible. Well, until the fourth quarter when it's picket time. Right. Um, and so, the Rams can fall to three and five, and you could sit here and say that their season is over. After that, they're at Green Bay. They have a bye. They can sweep the season series from Seattle. That would be huge. Yep. Then they're at Arizona. They could sweep the season series from them. Then they're home for Cleveland. Who the hell knows? The tough run at Baltimore in week 14. Home for Washington. A Thursday night home date. Short week against New Orleans. These are winnable games at the Giants, and then they finish up against San Francisco. I mean, they can make a run here, pal. And that's not even higher register. So even going to three and five, they have nine games to go. They can win six of their final nine, entirely possible, and um, and make the playoffs. Hmm. Just throwing it out there. Good one. Um, and that wraps up this edition of Overreaction Monday, courtesy of Game Time, which also brings you the next edition of What the Football. Susie Schuster and Amy Trask is a way for you to – Listen to that podcast where you get this one, The Rich Eisen Show, and so much more. Uh, Susie and Amy's next guest uh, will be Warren Sapp. 99. And 99, your program, number one in your heart. Let's I go. think Amy's got some great Sapp stories, and Amy says Sapp does a great Al Davis impersonation. Whoa. That'll be on Tuesday's edition cool. of What the Football. As for uh, this edition of Overreaction Monday, good stuff, Chris Brockman. Good stuff, buddy. I am Rich Eisen. We will see you next time, or listen to us next time. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.